1: Hey, yo! What's going on, Double i I'm trying to live, man. It's trying to live simple as that i'm trying to stay alive man. i'm trying to stay alive that's that's, that's the key thing
0: <laughs> yo it's it's the talking tactics podcast i'm daniel to i'm double
1: to that h
0: yeah and we do this every week and this week has been a crazy week man we've had semi-finals finals pre-seasons getting underway but uh i think maybe we should start out with the semis uh it kind of went the way we thought it would portugal france um do you have any thoughts about the
1: Wales-Portugal game that, you know, shocked
0: you or not?
1: Everything, I think everything pretty much went exactly as I thought. As in, first of all, Wales against um, Germany, I'm sorry, Wales against um, Portugal. I just thought that would be done in 90 minutes and Wales would not be able to compete with a more experienced and streetwise team like Portugal. You know, so credit to Wales for getting there. By the end of the day, Portugal just said, you know what, this is big boy stuff. We've been here before. We've been doing this since four, So we know how to Rolls-Royce. And for Germany, France, exactly as I said, without a striker. And once Mario Gomez went in, I said, Germany have issues. So they did not have any cutting edge. All pretty play, but no cutting edge. So in the end, France just took um, advantage of that and, and, and got that ass, man. I mean,
0: if you want to look at the Wales game, I mean, not having Ramsey, it was a body blow. Would they still win? I mean, come on, man. I mean... It would have been closer than 2-0. I mean, and and the 2-0 oh,
1: that oh, yes. came, it oh, was no, like... Sorry, Ramsey is not that big of a difference where... oh if Ramsey played, they would have won. Nah, I don't believe that. That's nah. I don't believe that at all.
0: I mean, it would have been closer, though. He, they,
1: Wales would have had at least a chance to win. No, no, but, no, no, no. It was still close. Like, actually, first half, Wales were the better team and had the better chances in the first half. And Portugal's so. two goals, I mean, they came, like, snap, snap. I mean, it wasn't like... There was long periods of domination. And that second goal was avoidable, man. The second goal was very it avoidable. It was
0: totally avoidable. I mean, the, the two center backs, they one went forward, one went backward. Ronaldo shoots, Nani's on side, and he deflected yeah. into the goal. So, I feel like if they had Ramsey, and even if they had Davies, that
1: it wouldn't have been two nil. Maybe they would have been able to no, go man. Two, two, two to one. They still take that l, man. <laughs> they still take that l back to Will. So that's just the fact. I mean, they were never going to beat Portugal. Oh so look, they got. To the semis, okay, that's great. I mean, it would have been great if they go to the, the final, but end of the day, they go to the semis. Be I mean, happy. And the worst
0: part is, we kind of talked about this before, but they lost, so it kind of detracts from them being in the semi-final because for what three weeks we talked about Iceland, this Iceland, that. Can you believe that the Icelanders mm. and their clap thing, and they have three hundred thousand people and this and that, and it detracted from the fact that yo Wales are in a semi, and then by the time we realize Wales are in the semi. Semi final, then you kind of have to slate them a bit
1: because they lost two 0 to Portugal. No, no, no no, so, no, 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 Look, there is zero slating. I mean, they got to the semi finals,
0: and that's an amazing accomplishment.
1: So, and, no, no no, and, no, 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 literally. Well, there is nothing negative to say. You mm-hmm. got to the semis, and you lost against Portugal. You know, a team who how many times have have they been semi finalists? They've been finalists maybe before in all four. So. And also, no it shame, no shame for the winners. So exactly, and then I mean, <laughs> Germany, France. Uh, yeah, look, look. If you don't have a striker, that's what, you, what, you, what you get. People don't want to li- listen to me, you know. So if you don't, if I you mean, don't play a striker, there, there you go. That's 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 your punishment. G- I mean, Germany, they switched their formation. What in three straight games? Look, man let's get to the real okay this this is called talking tactics okay okay this is not called talking picks, it's called talking tactics so we've got to get real whether it was four five six six four five five six one six 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 the demonic whatever we <laughs> have a strike that is the be-all and end-all they
0: played well in the first half did they really other than the first 15 minutes
1: france looked like they couldn't touch the football so this is the misconception in my view, maybe people, would, maybe you, probably disagree. But having possession of the ball without any penetration isn't playing well. You just have possession of the ball. Playing well is you have possession of the ball and you're creating chances and you have shots on on on, on targets and you're getting guys running in behind the, the, the defender. That's playing well. So it's like for me, Germany, yeah, all very pretty build-up play, but there was no penetration. So like Umtiti and them um, they didn't. They were not really troubled because there was no striking threat in and around that box. So for for me, Germany, they didn't really play well. You know, they just had possession of the ball without really doing anything. Okay,
0: okay, okay. But but did you think France being up one nil at halftime was a fair result, given yes. given the forty five minutes? You did.
1: Yes, it was if, just punishment for not having a, a, a striker. It was, it was fully. If, just if, only, if I, I thought it was kind of punishment for franz staggering stupidity. But, no, 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 yeah. no, no! no. It, was like, it was like, it was a strange way that the universe said, you know what? For the audacity, for not first of all only picking one striker for your squad, and to field a not a recognised striker, think you can actually win a semi-final playing a false name that you know that you do not, you're not fully accustomed to. This is your punishment. We're gonna put France one zero up at half time. So there you go. And even their two most experienced players,
0: if you take out Podolski, who I don't even want to mention, Ooh. Boateng and Schweinsteiger, they did handballs in the box in back-to-back games. Yeah, no, no, for me, no, I know,
1: I, for me, I still think that you know, coming away the first 45, the whole match, I think overall you've got to give it to France because for Germany didn't do it; they didn't do enough for for me to deserve a victory. So, kind of segueing into the final, do you think that France? Did enough in the final to warrant victory? Because I uh, don't. I've got two words for you. My two words are uh, Anthony Martial. If you're playing against perhaps the best defensive team in the tournament, you need a player like Martial to walk that defense. Because Henri made a very good point when he was doing his talk. He said that when you're playing against a team that are that defensive, you have to get a guy to face up to a defender and beat him one-on-one. Mm. You have to. So.
0: Giroud's not going to do that. Nope. But see, the, the crazy thing that I think we both thought at the beginning of the tournament—I don't know because we didn't really necessarily talk about France or the squads at
1: the beginning—but what exactly? You need to give me my props. Give me my props because you said France. We have it. We have. <laughs> give me my props. I was going to go to try the you know. The- Sorry, man. I'm this- I'm very selfish like that. I'm I'm a selfish prick. Give I me was going to
0: this- try to go the rest of the show without you know bringing it up. Yeah. Congratulations on you. you know. Selecting Portugal. Appreciate it. What was it? You selected them in what the quarterfinals?
1: Um I think you no know, no 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 no. Once they got to the to the semis. Yeah, but basically, you know, once they got to the semis, and once I heard Mario Gomez was injured, mm. then I said Portugal would win. If but Mario Gomez was still fixed, I say Mario Gomez was fixed for the whole tournament. I've got to go with Germany. You know. And if Germany gets that final with Mario Gomez and they're pretty much their full team, they win that final. Do you think if Germany had made the
0: final instead of France, that Germany would have won even without Gomez? Oh no, 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 no! They didn't. With, without Gomez, I still go with Portugal, hundred percent. Mm. Anyway, uh, I don't. I don't want to forget my point. My point was at, at the very beginning of the tournament, I looked at France's squad and I was like, okay, they have the most talented team, so they should be in the final. I was right that they would be in the final. I thought they would win. They didn't. The point being, Zignac, isn't different than Giroud in my opinion he might be a bit more technical than Giroud and Giroud might be a bit better in the air and that's you know splitting hairs as they say but you have a bunch of different options in France they're a very talented you know country in terms of football
1: mm-hmm. why take two players that are basically the same guy it's 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 arrogance you know I think because usually walk comes and buys people in the ass at the end of the day that's you always want to. Same thing with Roy Hodgson. It's like you you want the case to say, "Hey man, I did it my way." Mm. You know, so where everybody criticized me, but I still did, did it my, my my way. That's what people want to do. And I think you always have to put, put the country ahead of yourself, ahead of your ego, and you've got to pick the best possible team. And I mean, because ten times you, out of ten, Benzema is in the best possible team for for France. You can't be down a goal or looking for a
0: goal, and then your solution is, let's bring on André-Pierre Zignac. That, that can't be your country. I mean, maybe for some countries, if you give Zignac to, I
1: don't know, Albania, then put him in. Are you, are you but, sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Aisha, I should have said, Albania would want to take I mean, think, think long and hard, bro. Think long and very hard. I feel like they take him, but the point is, yeah. that, that can't be your
0: go-to solution, especially when you already have Based his better version. No, no, look, no, 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 no. Look,
1: Andino, I don't like how this is going because this seems like sour grapes from you. At the end of the day, look, France they didn't play badly; they could have done better, but they weren't badly. The fact is that Portugal put up a defensive clinic, Pepe was the man of the match. So what does that tell you? Pepe being man of the match. It's other that they, put, like Fernando Santos, put up a defensive clinic. Szczuka was the man of the match. But I think overall. Because remember, Sissoko made a slight mistake that led to the goal. So when you look at it, at it overall, it really was Pepe. Because Sissoko was great up until what he did to allow Ede in for the goal. So up, up until that, Sissoko was man of the match. But I think overall, over the entire 120 minutes, Pepe was was, was a beast. I, I think he might be. He has a, he had I, a, I he was on, on the winning team as well, which has to always count yeah. for the man of the match.
0: I mean, I think he had a
1: better argument to be player of the tournament. Then maybe man of the match. It's mm, just... No, for me, I still say player of the tournament and still man, man of the match. Because again, for Sissoko, that was... It's harsh to say because he played well, but what he did... He had a major hand in, in Edes goal, you he, know? Yeah, he just kind of turned off. Yeah, did, so he switched off. Did you see Pugwa's reaction? Yeah, I mean... What? For Pogba, man, you've got five minutes. There's no point in screaming at everybody. Your focus should be on on getting an equalizer. But what is shouting at someone? What's that going to do? You have to be like, literally, get or start ball and let's get that goal quickly. Do not waste a second on berating any, any anybody. So,
0: but also, I mean, given the game that Pogba had, he didn't play particularly well. I was looking at him like, do you really have, you know, the cojones to yell at the best player on your team when you've basically been
1: invisible? But in his defense, that he was um, playing in a defensive midfield position.
0: That is why I texted you maybe uh, twenty-four hours before the game. I was like, "Yo, mm. w- would you play Conte with Matuidi and Pogba together?" And you were like, "Nah, keep it the same." And to be fair, you were right because my in, in my scenario, my man of the match, Sizoko would have been taken out. But if you put Conte in CDM, mm. that's a defined role for N'Golo Kante. Nobody's going to try to go play as the link between the centre-backs and the midfield. What we saw was Matuidi being more forward than Pogba, which is backwards in my opinion, but somebody has to be the link between defence and attack. And Mm. we saw Pogba playing passes backwards, and I was like, look, he needs to be more number
1: 10 than a number 6 or a number 8. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, no, no, for me, I think, look, at the end of the day, we have to look at the bigger picture here. Yeah, you can talk about tactical things that Deschamps have done and everything, but I think the main thing is they did not play badly. They could have played better, they could have had a better formation, but at the end of the day you're going up against a very good defensive team and Portugal because remember, we have to talk about the whole story. Mm-hmm. let talk about Cristiano getting injured how yes. that would have affected the team, how they reacted to it and how they did not succumb to it. And how they were able to... Because really, you would think that's okay, they play for penalties. I also think about what Santos did by putting on Eddie. By bringing on Eddie, you're like, you know what? We're going... We are going... I don't remember, he is a cold-blooded striker. So he's not a guy that will fully track back. So he's just a focal classic number nine. Yeah, so I Santos mean, was that... we? If we can sneak a G, we can sneak a G. But I didn't even think they would even try to sneak a G. It was funny... When Eder scored,
0: because it was a tournament of the number nine. We were always talking about don't play false nine, don't. Mm. You need a striker. I Gomez has it. to play. Giroud has to play. You have to put these players in positions and as a focal point. You lose Ronaldo, and then you because Ronaldo and Nani aren't strikers. They, they were playing four four two, but but for all intent and purpose. They aren't strikers, they're forwards. are likes to stay center, and I thought it was fitting that the winning goal of the tournament came from a number nine.
1: Yep. No, 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 it was strange and ironic because when you just think of, like, how Germany, what they didn't do to get a Mario Gomez, hmm. Benzema not being picked for France. You look at what Morata did for Spain. I mean, so, but look,
0: uh, do, do you think the Ronaldo injury was maybe a blessing in disguise, or do you think it was just
1: you know, meant to be or whatever. I think it was a blessing in disguise because I think... What, <laughs> no, 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 but it's true. But this, this, it's not no, 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 no. I mean, it totally was because
0: if Ronaldo stays in, there never comes on and that means he doesn't score. So who knows what
1: happens? But no, part, I, I basically, it's read like a great story. It was a great script because it was like the hero goes down, the team is supposed to so solve, come solve and not able to be, rise above the hero going boss in in a like a Hollywood uh, dramatic fashion, the twist was that, no, the team got even stronger. They even played better as a unit, and they actually went on to win a game that nobody, nobody would have thought that they would have won that game. Maybe penalties, but nobody saw that coming. Hence why it was a dagger. Nobody saw that coming, because that came out of nowhere. I, it came it was, out of nowhere. I mean, to have, for a player like Adair, to have the the
0: composure and the presence of mind to put that ball where he put it. Look man. I mean, that's a that's
1: an all time G. <laughs> if, because literally, most guys, like after he bounced off Kachelle, you would think that okay, he would not start. He would look for nanny or charisma and try and keep the ball. But the audacity and the bravery, like you know what, I'm gonna go for that shot. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go for glory. Like so look, he's he's in history. He's in the history books. You scored the winning goal.
0: I mean, he did something that Ronaldo hasn't done, that Figo hadn't done, that Eusebio had done. So it, mm-hmm. he put the pressure of a nation on himself. And at one moment, that's what
1: you get. You get heroes. No, no, no. Look, look, man. It's like, I think that's why it's so fitting that, you know, you have got like Eusebio, Luis Figo, Rui Costa, Ja Cristiano, Nani. And Ed there out of nowhere was the guy <laughs> who scored the most important goal in, in Portuguese history. That's just, you know, it's 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 very fitting, you know. So Yeah, so I mean your your impressions of the tournament overall.
0: I mean I I feel like a couple weeks ago we were talking like, yo, this is a pretty good tournament, given like the group stages and this and that, but then the mm. tournament finishes after the semis in the final, and you read on Twitter, and the pundits are like, you know, this was a bad tournament. Like, it wasn't fun, oh, it wasn't
1: exciting. Oh. Your opinion on that? I thought this was actually a p- very good tournament. I mean, like, let's say, okay, let's compare it to the ones. This was better than 2012. This was better than 2008. This was better than... This was better than 2004, 100%. <laughs> Just 2001 was just a great story but it was better than 2004
0: and I mean, I mean two, 2004 is like the pinnacle of negative football if you
1: want to yeah, put it like mean, that I mean like, I mean, Greece. like Greece just Jeez. went in with like, like wait how did they just do that? Like, <laughs> Greece, Greece did like, no, like a, a had some pretty interesting like Czech Republic were really good there was an, pretty interesting matches, but overall it was like wow look not taking anything away from Greece but it was just weird but <laughs> If you compare these Euros to other Euros, apart from Euro 2000, this was a very good tournament. Overall, like, the, the, like, I was watching the goals that were scored. Some of the goals that were scored were incredible. Incredible I mean, goals. I mean, the, the Shaqiri goal is going to live forever, isn't it? That's, 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 wow. That's, that's going to be shown I, a I, thousand, thousand years, years, years from now. now. Wow, I what mean is. as
0: as long as people decide that they want to watch you know, Fishnet ball, as you call it, I mean, Shakiri's yeah, Shakiri's goal is going to be around for thousands of
1: years, I think, but I still think it was like that goal is the de- is definitely goal of the tournament, but still' is like let's ed- that even if I said that their ed- goal was was um scored and um, between Scunthorpe and like Huddersfield Town. That's still a good goal in like a division three match in February against 12 versus 17. That's still a good goal in and of itself. But you put that goal in the context of a final, a Euro final, second half extra time, in someone else's backyard. Ooh, that's a good point. That's why it felt like a dagger. It just felt like if someone just pierced the dagger into the hero, like the hero was slashing away at the enemy, slashing away, and just out of nowhere, like then it just puts a dagger into the heart of the hero, and you're like, "Whoa!" Everybody just goes cold. Like, what? We did not see that coming. And the, and the
0: une- and an unexpected person as well. It's not like it was Nani
1: or Ronaldo yeah, or, like, or charisma, even. You know the the, the funniest thing. Funniest thing, because a guy of mine actually, because he follows me on Twitter, and he actually sent me this picture. Because this is what I tweeted out. I said, "Actually, not okay, okay basically, I I tweeted that one hundred percent France win this dot dot dot." Eder. That's what I tweeted out once Eder came on. I mean,
0: I, I had similar thoughts as well. I was like I I tweeted out, I was like, so basically the winner of Euro twenty sixteen is gonna have either Zignac or Eder as their main striker. I was like dacor which in French means okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he he pops up like twenty minutes later with you know goal of his life. Go
1: actually that's probably the goal of the year. So Look man, it's it's a it's a huge goal and and I think that's why, you know, when I was just you know talking about my review of the match, that's why I think this is like 'cause the people were saying I thought this was the greatest team effort that I've seen in a long time. People say, Oh no, Greece was better. But the reason why I say this was better than Greece was the story. Do you and mean the story was this whole thing of Cristiano getting injured. Do you mean in international football or do you mean the greatest story like ever? Oh no no no. Oh, no! no no Like based purely on international football. Okay, because that's going to be like Leicester. Surely is a great story. International, international. Just clarify. Yeah yeah yeah. So I think in international is like you look at just what how the team how they responded, and how well they responded because France would have been thinking, like, oh my gosh, Christian is off. Like look man, look, we have this one, and for France man, they just didn't get it done. And he, and what you want to bring Martial on with five minutes ago? <laughs> Five minutes to go, really? Man, come
0: on. Yo, I, I thought when you said, you know, Ronaldo gets injured. <laughs> have you seen the, the Ronaldo moth Twitter accounts? Oh, I mean, you know what?
1: Just, and I think he just shows up two, two things. People have so much time on their hands. People are really, really sad. There are some very sad people in this world. But wow. Wow! Like uh, to, to answer your question, no, I haven't seen that account, and have no interest in, in in. It's
0: so it's so disrespectful, and also you know the process to go through it. First, you have to create an email account. Then you have to you have to find you have to do screenshots with your phone on the TV. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean basically it's it's sick. Basically, you, you just have to be very sick in the head, you know, very very sick and disturbed in the head. So yeah,
0: yeah. So I, I do you want to have like kind of like a Talking Tactics Award Ceremony for kind of Euro 2016.
1: So, our best player at Euro 2016, Pepe. Pepe. It was it was pie for a while, but I've got to roll with with Pepe. Over. I mean, his work defensively throughout throughout the tournament was exceptional, and he deserves the Ballon d'Or. He deserves the Ballon d'Or. That's 100%. a big statement. I mean, I don't really care about the Ballon d'Or. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, this
0: just me. But so I, I get your point. I I'm gonna give it to Griezmann. Um, uh, c- come on, you can't. <laughs> I mean, look, it it, it was Payet for about I don't know a couple of weeks, hmm. and then
1: what? And then what Griezmann did in the quarters and the semi. What about the final? The final counts. Like he had an amazing opportunity you have to put it away. He had two chances. One one of them wasn't
0: amazing, but the Payet to Griezmann in the first half where Patricio tips it over the bar. That's mm. a chance. And then yeah. you had and then you had the one who sent in that cross, Coleman. Oh yeah, it was yeah, oh, yeah. who yeah, Koman, put, Koman, put in the cross. Yeah. And yeah, you have to put that chance away.
1: You can't give it to Griezmann. You can't give it to, to Griezmann. I mean, I mean like
0: I, I am going to give it to Griezmann in my Oh, what well, we'll see if it's talking tactics. And it's not just Daniel Toulouse, so I guess we have to come to stasis or some sort of agreement. So my argument against Pepe would be that he didn't play in the semi-final. Okay, and he got spun by Zignac in the 92nd minute, and by luck of the bar, Portugal
1: didn't lose. Okay, and let me respond to that. It's like to me, okay, he didn't play in the semi, but he did play in all of the group games in the second round and in the quarterfinal, and in the second round and in the quarterfinal he was one of the best players and one of the reasons why Croatia and Poland did not get G's against them because of his exceptional work. And in the most important game, he was the best player on the pitch in the most important game. And to come back to your Griezmann point is that Griezmann, first game, he was crap. Hence why he he was so bad, he was dropped for the second game because he was so bad. And yes, he played well in the quarters and the semi, but the final counts. The final counts. And you can't be the best player if in the most important game you come up short and he came up short in the most important game. As in, forget the misses he made. Just performance-wise, he was shot down. By who? Pepe. He was shot down by Portugal's defense. You can't just put all of Portugal's defense Who is the the general of that defense? If you get past everybody, you will see Pepe's smiley face up in that grill. (laughs) You know, so... Pepe is involved in the stopping and nullifying of Griezmann and all the other French players. You know, the reason why they couldn't get through was because of the sh- the sheriff of the defense, called sheriff Pepe. So,
0: so the best we're going we're talking tactics towards Pepe with the best player
1: year 2016. 100%. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you and you know I'm right. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. because I, you know that. no Griezmann look, he played very well, bottoms like like and twice now, Champions I mean, I, final and I this mean, final, two finals now. You know, I mean, that's just you know, he's he's just not quite there. He's just not quite there. He's still a good player, but not quite there because that final, the final counts, man. It counts so much, you know? yeah. All right, uh, I guess I'm kind of prisoner of the moment. Center backs
0: don't really give you moments per se, they shut them down. Whereas whenever Griezmann scores a goal, it's it seems like he's done something, you know. But then, how do we then, so
1: what? But then, how do we then
0: comment center backs then? That's my point. That it's kind of hard to kind of judge center backs, given the point of football is to score goals. So that way, we always tend to give offensive players, you know, the benefit of the
1: doubt. Hence, why I need to, I want to change that narrative because football is eleven positions. Every position matters. And every position has their own set of rules. As in, for football, the point of football is to score, but the point of football is also to defend, is also to create, is also to hustle. So there are many aspects. Hence why Sissoko was so amazing because he tackled, he hustled, he passed, he shot, he did everything. But Pepe, in his role of a central defender, far exceeded what everyone else did as an attacker as a midfielder as a winger you know he just did his job far better than everyone else that did their own job so yeah
0: well it seems as if pepe is is our selection so yes. congratulations congratulations to pepe uh he won the uh champions league as well so it's a good summer for him right. um uh, best manager i don't think we're going to have any debate that it's fernando santos
1: Oh no! Yeah, that's like with, with, without a doubt. I mean, I mean Iceland's manager deserves credit. Chris Coleman wait, 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 deserves credit. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Why not Hodgson? What's wrong? What's wrong? Why not Roy Hodgson? He was. I think he was close to to the award.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay,
1: look. That's, that's, that's uh, <laughs> so I
0: mean, I I mean the the top three would have to be Iceland's coach. I'm forgetting his
1: name. I know it ends in son. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think it's, is it Hanneson or something because I know I know it's it's Lagerback and uh, him as well. They they, they both oh, combined.
0: So. Um,
1: and then the Wales coach Chris Coleman. Oh yeah, definitely. But, but but Santos, I think he takes it. Oh my gosh, oh, I forgot. Conte,
0: I forgot about Conte.
1: Yeah. I mean, my god, man, he was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yo yo no, yo no, 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 Hold it, hold it, hold on, hold on. Because my my next question, if if Santos gets best coach. My next question was, what is the best game that we saw? And most people, I think, would say Portugal-Hungary 3-3. I would say
1: it was Italy-Belgium. You know, I think that was the best game, yeah. Belgium is still was Actually, you know what? As I know I'd say Belgium-Wales. Mm. Belgium-Wales, well, that's a very good good game. But you it know, was that was a very good game. Like Both open, ever- chance-to-chance, dramatic. That, that was a gay game, you know. All the goals were very good. All very good goals. Like, every goal I, I, was very good. Well, that was the Nangolan... The Nangolan, the Cano son, and that's header from the books. Yeah. But no, no, no. no. My,
0: my best game was Italy versus Belgium. Just because everybody thought Belgium was going to come out. They were the second best team in
1: the world, whatever that means. And Italy was just like, nah, bro. <laughs> No, no, but first I was like, I thought that, like, it was going to be a draw because I never bought into the whole Belgium hype because rankings don't mean anything. So I wasn't that surprised Italy won because, again, Belgium, you've not proven yourself on the world stage. So you have no right to be like, hey, man, you're the favourite. No, prove yourself. So it's like, and in that game, that was Italy just shutting down Belgium. So I thought that game was a bit one-sided in favour of Italy, whereas belgium Wales was like, literally, this was a game. You know, Italy-Germany was more a chess match. belgium Wales was really like, these are two teams both going at it. You know, so it seemed a lot more even and more, like, entertaining and more even to, to both sides. Whereas, like, Italy, they just, they owned Belgium on every level, tactically. That's, that's, that's why I enjoyed it. Then, okay, if we're going to be selfish, then probably England-Iceland, because that was h- hilarious. You know, probably... <laughs> That, that that was bloody yeah because like I did not expect that coming at all. So yeah. Yeah that yeah that 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 was it. I thought Russia England was funny as well. For pure drama man, I'd say Italy, Germany. Because those penalty that was possibly the most exciting penalty sh- no, that is the most exciting penalty sh- that I've ever seen in my life.
0: Alright, alright. This this is perfect. Because your favorite moment or best moment at Euro twenty sixteen, I know
1: what mine is. Oh, it's it's easy, man. Come on and there is only one moment in this whole Euros. There's only one. And you know what, what it is. All right. Three, two, one. Zaza. <laughs> 100% dude. Of course, like that, that, like, that will be shown for you. Like, unless Zaza wins the World Cup with like a bicycle kick no, 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 no. It, it, he will be it's... synonymous with that. Video for the rest of his life. <laughs> I can't so talk. That was easily, easily oh, the the, the, the moments of the Euros. Easily, that was
0: that was that was the best moment I think. It also, Ronaldo throwing the reporter's microphone in the lake. I thought that was fucking funny. But as for on the pitch, it oh, no, has to be it. Zaza's run up, jog up, marathon. I don't know what the you know. No, no, no. He was trying to down. do
1: in a, 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 a new dance movement. So. <laughs> Okay, All line? right,
0: uh so best goal. I think we already discussed it. It was it was Shakiris. I think talking Tactics would have no problem giving Shakiri the best yeah, goal. Easy. And this is this is gonna be a hard one, but I'm gonna put it on us because I think we're capable. Uh the best eleven at Euro 2016. Um All right. goalkeeper, do we still give it to Buffon or are we looking at Patricio for what he did in the final? Maybe Iceland's goalkeeper, who's what? Is he a film director
1: or something? No, no, no. He was. He was actually wasn't very very good. I think. I think overall, you've got to give it to Buffon. He made some very key, important saves. Some very good good saves. I'm very. I think the key a Very important saves. So yeah, I'll give it to Buffon. All right. So I, I don't want to necessarily split people up into you know fullback,
0: center back. Just four. Our four best defenders. Um, and I would have to give that to Pepe, number one, Bonucci, Chiellini, and Boateng. Yeah. That that works for me. Yeah, man, yeah. Um, four, our four best midfielders. Paye. Definitely. Um, Ozil. I mean, he missed his penalty. Did, did he even score a goal? Yeah, yeah, he did
1: against Italy. Did he?
0: Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He got the first goal. Yeah. Um, Kroos has to be in there for sure. Uh, if if Ozil's in there, then Tony Kroos has to be in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, for, I mean, for me, I mean, basically, I'm leaning because I mean, and I've been an an Ozil a hater, but I thought that in the in the in the Italy game and the France game, he played pretty well, played really well in those two two games, two big games, and he, I found that he did more on the ball than Tony K. Hmm. Torike was good, but Ozil just was really took command of trying to make things happen in that midfield a lot more, so yeah, I mean, you know, for me, he definitely gets, I mean, Payet, him, yeah, i get, get, get my votes, um, Krikoviak, 100%, 100%, he was like, there, his easy was actually one of my like, top five players of the tournament.
0: Yeah, so you know. we have Payet, we have Ozil, we have Krikoviak, and I would like to nominate Renato Sanchez. You, oh, yes, yeah. I
1: wouldn't. Yeah, I'd, I'd be fine with that. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Um. So that's our midfield and our two best forwards, strikers. However you want to look at them.
1: I'd have to go with Italian Eden <laughs> and Griezmann. Um, it has to
0: be. It has to be Griezmann,
1: right? Yeah. Griez- Griezmann, yeah. Griezmann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cause I, I think I was going blank here. Griezmann and um, Italian Eden. Or wait a minute. Does Zerud get any credit? No, Ronaldo. No, he had three goals and three assists. No, nope. <laughs> I tell you, no. As in, the two best strikers were Italian Eda and um, Griezmann. Like those are the two best, like four um, four players. So yeah, so th- I feel like that would be a pretty good team. Yeah, that'll be alright, you know. And I, you know, those guys you know that would actually be pretty good. So I mean, That's the defense, very mean defense, interesting <laughs> midfield, holding midfielder, Crazy midfielder, and two. Nobody would ever score against that defense but the the, the only issue is that that the the strikers there's no heights though that's the only issue with that there's no heights in in the forwards, so yeah. crossing would really be very helpful yeah uh so just final thoughts, your final summary if you will um uh, for me i i thought you know what I was afraid of the format. twenty four teams first time ever ever happened. I was afraid that, oh my gosh, Albania, Hungary, all these teams, Iceland, is going to be very boring. But I was shocked that, I was very surprised by, it was basically teams like England, you know, they disappointed me, and expected so much out of them, but teams like Wales, Iceland, Hungary, they really impressed me, and I didn't think that I'd be impressed by them, and Poland and Croatia, I felt have not taken a step forward, so I think this tournament showed that, the gap between the so-called big teams and the smaller teams is decreasing. The only thing that they're missing now is just the mentality. That's mm. all they're missing, it's just the mentality to really eke out these big games you know. and that's what they like. Hence why Portugal, Germany, Italy, what they have is just that mentality to really um, win the quarterfinal, the semi-final, which is a whole different kind of ball game to a group stage or a qualifying game
0: yeah i mean i i knew with the with the expanded format that we were going to get smaller teams mm. who knew that they didn't necessarily have to win that they could you know draw three games win one game and they would go through yeah. and you know i guess it was kind of a fair winner in that respect that you know portugal i don't think they ne- i mean santos he's managed 14 games for portugal and they haven't lost and wow. i think and, and i think that not losing mentality rather than I want to win mentality, if you kind of juxtapose those. I think that's what we're seeing in football in general, where teams are coming out and they're saying, break us down. We're not going to lose. And in not losing, the onus is on the other team to create offense, which puts them in perilous situations. And you see people counter and basically take advantage of mistakes. And I thought the whole tournament was kind of the microcosm of what we're looking at in football, where smaller teams, the lessers of the world, in some cases, not all cases, because you still have you know, or oh, PSG taking over France, you have Juventus taking over Italy, you have Bayern Munich taking over Germany.
1: So this isn't a hard and fast rule. But oh, no, 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 no. But I think it's more so for. I club for football is, yeah. is a rule. It's completely yeah. Screw. I mean I, yeah, but so there's no hope for but, but Yeah,
0: but on the international scene, where you can't you know buy players or you can't mm. change yourself in that way, it's much easier for a team, a collective like Iceland, for instance, who just play together all the time to know this is your job, this is my job. We do it together. We can maybe not beat everyone, but we can definitely get a result. And t- I think teams are more playing for results rather than playing to win, oh, yeah. especially, especially when they know they're outgunned. And I think Euro 2016 was basically maybe what we're going to see for the next five, ten years in football and uh, until the bigger teams get the mentality – To I don't care if we lose against you now, we're gonna try to put three, four goals past you, and that's what's gonna have to change. Is the mentality of not being scared to lose on the bigger side.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. No, 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 yeah, yeah. It's like, um, I and also I think even to piggyback off of that, I think the combination of not wanting to lose, but also um, tactical football as well is gonna come, come, come back. You know, I think like Conte also introduced the idea of two strikers. Let's go back to having strikers now. Let's go back to actually being tactical. Let's go back to actually appreciating the outer defending. Like, as you say, like, who, look at who won, Portugal. And Portugal were a very defensive team. So I think the age of possession football and tiki taka, I think that is dead because Germany tried to do that, didn't work. Yeah, man.
0: So, I mean... I- I enjoyed the tournament. I don't get why people see the. Yeah, eh, no,
1: Haters, man, haters. <laughs> so, um, do you want to talk about club football or? Let's roll right in, man. Your boy Mourinho, national, no, my boy, our boy, the Reno man. Did you see in the first ten
0: minutes or in like the first five minutes of his press conference where he was I saw the whole thing. He so, wants the trophy. He said he said sub managers haven't won the league in ten years. And I was like, Mourinho, <laughs> like he hasn't changed. He had the worst season of his professional career. And I thought, okay, he he's was
1: gonna sabotage. Go to... he <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and I thought I thought he's he's gonna go to United and we're gonna see a changed man. And no, the... <laughs> no, no,
1: no. the older you you get, the more stubborn you are. You and in to... the first
0: ten minutes, he's already taken
1: shots and snipes at uh Arsene Wenger. <laughs> Look on. Venga, like, you know, Benga must almost be like, oh my gosh, how do I get rid, rid of this prick? Like <laughs> how do I get rid of this Portuguese prick? You know, so I mean
0: do you realize how much Wenger must hate Mourinho? He like
1: hates like
0: him. I mean, look, Arsenal went undefeated in two thousand three, two thousand four. The Mourinho comes into the league and wins two straight titles arguably better than the undefeated season if you look at the point titles and goals and all that kind of stuff. So,
1: no, 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 no look, man. Let's... We can insult Wenger all you want, man. Give him credit for the Invincibles. How many people... Oh, how many no, 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 pe- no, no, I'm no, no. That, that is an amazing achievement. Even PSG, but, even PSG weren't able to do it. Open all their, their dominance, even they not able to go through a whole season undefeated. I'm not diminishing the achievement. I'm just saying that Chelsea... Uh, they had ninety
0: five points. I think the undefeated team. I think they only got ninety two. Oh
1: come on! What? Three uh, <laughs> My, I don't, say, I don't I, know. I have to look it up. I mean, I, I mean, I, think, like, I can look it up like, like 10, 15 points. Three points, three points, three. Man, come on!
0: That's that's how we do leagues, is it not? Don't we look at point
1: totals? You need, you need to give me at least a ten points difference for me to say, okay, wow, okay, Chelsea did a lot better. Three. Three points difference, give me a break. Like, I'm just saying he, that. No, that, no, come on. Look, man. You, look, Benga has a lot to answer for, and he deserves a lot of the insults that he receives, a lot of them. But this guy finished a season in the Premiership. In the Premiership. One of the toughest leagues. Or defeated.
0: Bruh, they had 90 points. So Chelsea had nine more or five more points. The next season, I think. He took his shine, is basically what I'm saying. And then oh, no, 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 no,
1: He didn't did take his shine. Like for me, I think He totally took his shine. He hasn't won the league since. The problem is that Wenger, he as I said, he deserves all the insults. He receives. Everything because you've not won the league in ten years. Your team keeps finishing fourth and everything. But at the end of the day. And I know it's a problem. You finish a season undefeated. That's an incredible achievement. That's how many teams have what what is it how many teams? no other team has done that in the premiership era finished a whole season on undefeated that's amazing. amazing know what 20 years no in 20 plus years no other team has done what this guy did no no other team is ever going to do that i mean th- there's too much parity
0: in the in the premiership now for any yeah, team to go any,
1: undefeated I, so i, I don't no, no, i don't think that'll ever happen again like
0: it, it's impossible not with, with all the money and stuff teams are going to get better and yeah. you're going to see teams like Leicester, teams like you know Stoke City, Crystal Palace, now have money to spend. There's no way that you're going to be able to play. You know, I
1: don't. What was it, Derby County? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But wait, let's get back to this whole Mourinho Blau- thing because we're sort of diverging off it. So you were saying about <laughs> his press con- conference? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he was going to be a different Mourinho, but he's not. But wait, 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 why do you think he'd be d- different though? What I mean, because. You think he yeah. got sacked. He, he was sacked from Chelsea. And, and, and that, would make him, that would make him even worse. Obviously, I was surprised that he didn't come out with, with, an, with an axe or like a machine gun to the press conference. Like, to get sacked in that manner and to get sabotaged, I'm surprised he didn't come out with full camouflage and a, and a nuclear device ready to pop off in that press conference. So, ex- look, Mourinho I, is going to be a... He's, the guy's going to be nasty this season. The guys he will be a living prick <laughs> this season. Look, he. I, he this is him at his worst. We see him at his worst this season. so, <laughs> All
0: right, so I mean, do, do you think that his rivalry with Pep is going to be any oh, good? Man. Do you think? Oh, man,
1: I, I can't wait. <laughs> so, do you know, because you know the funny thing is that Pep, I don't, I don't think Pep realizes what he got himself into. Because let's break it down. You were with Barcelona. You had the best player in the world. Arguably still the best player in the world in your team. Ronaldo's That's the quiet. best player in the world now,
0: isn't what? he? Isn't Ronaldo the best player in the world now? That, that Messi doesn't have any international hardware, and uh, and Ronaldo now has a euro.
1: Is is um, Daniel? <laughs> I thought that you're a man who <laughs> knows sports. That's what I assumed. I and telling... me, like I'm not going to do this so Cristiano and the Messi thing, but I thought that like you would know that as a football connoisseur, as a football expert, that. There is no comparison for boarding wise between Cristiano and Messi. Every day of the week, Messi is a better football player. Every day of the week, anybody I... that says otherwise, you don't understand the game. Like it's it's an obvious thing. So there there is even a comparison. Like talk to me about Messi v Robin or Messi v Cannibal Suarez. Like, I'm, just view, up, man.
0: Man. I'm, just, I'm just winding you up, Brad. I'm just i
1: just winding you up, man. I needed one. No, no but, yeah, but look, I think and Pep um before he got into Bayern. They just won their trouble. You're going into a team who literally just sneaked into getting fourth. Sneaked in. And this is a team that their entire team is in trouble. And this Man City are not of the same clout and standing of Barcelona or Bayern Munich. And you're going into the toughest league in the world. It is like Barcelona and Real Madrid have always had a monopoly over La Liga. And Real and Bayern Munich have Always had a stronghold over the Bundesliga. Um premiership, Leicester won his last season. And you're seeing even when even during the Ferguson era, Ferguson had to sweat for those league titles. He had to sweat blood for those league titles. So Pep, I'm not sure you realize what you've got yourself into because he says that he wants to um prove that you can play beautiful football in the premiership, but that's what the Invincibles did. So I don't know where you're coming from that. And I think he really believes that. He can come and be just as a as a much of a success as the other ones. I credit him for taking the the job, but I'm not sure what he got himself into.
0: I mean, you all, you also have to realize that Manchester City have never run away with the league. It's yeah. always it's it's always been coming back from behind. Even I mean, the, their first title wasn't that the one with Aguero? Yeah, yeah the, like the the last thing. kick, the, yeah. last
1: kick of the, of the <laughs>
0: exactly, which which took the title away from uh, Manchester United. And then their second title they well <laughs> I was going to say Liverpool slipped up. <laughs> no, no no that's that's
1: that's 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 to the build,
0: man. That's But yeah, but I mean, City came back and they took it from from Liverpool essentially. So, I mean, it's not like there's a history with those players anyway of, you know, some sort of English football dominance. So, I don't know if Pep's going to be able to install his I, brand of football. I, I, I,
1: what do you think about Good on I mean, do you think he can last the whole season without getting injured? Or He's a very good player. And first, he has to acclimate to English football, obviously. And then
0: he has to stay fit on top of that while learning Pep's system. So I think there's going to be a bit of a learning curve, as well as recovering from the injury that kept him under the euro. So I don't know. It might take him three or four months. But, I mean, with, with the way people judge players now, if you have two bad games,
1: you're some sort of bust. So it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with no, 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 the, the no, pressure. Yeah, no, he's a... Um, no, no, we have to... No, we, we both agree that the guy is an excellent player. 100%. But look up Wikipedia or anything. This guy gets a lot of injuries. A lot, a lot of injuries, man. So, <laughs> I... Like, that yeah, that has to be a, a, a concern because I think he wants to build his team around him. But if the guy isn't there to build the team around him, then he's like, uh, when I go to Yaya Tsuturi... Who decides when and where he wants to to to, to play? <laughs>
0: the criticism on Yaya is, I mean, he's thirty two, thirty three. I mean, he's not going to be a world beater anymore. But <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but, but look, that is it's very
1: simple. If you're not bothered to play, there's there, there's there's a thing called a bench. So actually, very quickly, that I was like just on on this. been a the bench, there was a funny picture on um Twitter that, that, that I saw. Basically, a guy posted a a picture. Of the bench that Marshall was sitting on, uh, when it had the, the impression, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the impression of like his balls <laughs> <laughs>
0: because he'd been on the bench for so long, yo. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. uh so yeah, man, I, I think Manchester is going to be the center of the whole oh, universe. Wow, I mean,
1: that's Manchester, Deb. I can't, that's going to be, I late. can't wait.
0: I mean, even even the press conferences are going to be amazing. So,
1: Oh, no, no. it's
0: oh,
1: no, no. Uh, So, uh, you do you, ha- you think Pep will be a success? Do you think Woo. this will carry on what he did at Bayern and Barcelona as well? I think that
0: trying to project who's going to win the Premier League is impossible. So, right. uh, can Pep win the league? Of course he can. Will he win the league the way he thinks he will? Like, right now, does Pep think he's going to come in and kind of revolutionize English football, that's not going to work. We we know what works in English football. It's just who can do it
1: best. Um, no, 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 no. Because you asked the question, it's not, is it possible to know who will win the Premiership? Do you want to know who will win the Premiership? Go you for it. you want to know? Chelsea, know? Chelsea are going to win the Premiership <laughs> next year.
0: I don't see that, personally. Ask me why. Ask me why. I'm assuming because Conte, but why? Um
1: who won the premiership last season? Leicester City. Le- Leicester City. Who was the manager? Claudio Ranieri. Where is he from? Italy. What kind of tactic did he play? 442. But what was the and, and what was the ideology? Defence, counter attack Isn't that very similar to what Conte did with events and what he did with Italy? But Conte will have better players to to choose from. He has Abramovich bankrolling him, and it just makes sense. I mean, what's running on is that if you bring that Italian tactics into the, the Premiership, it works really well. Because look at how Premiership teams are and how and you know how they operate. If you have that Italian old school mind frame, you will win a lot of games. Not just play, no, no, I'm not about, about playing well, you will win games. 1-0, 2-1, 1-0, you will win games. You know, so everything, it's a, it depends who he gets. It mm-hmm. depends who he gets, but if he can get his boy, Jacarini who wants to play f- for him, he may get, if he gets another pretty good striker. Did you see that Pella went to China? Did you see that Graziano Pella went to China? You know, they, like 13 million. you know how much you get, you get, you get paid in China. <laughs> so, like, why are you even asking that? Do you know? <clears throat> you, can you imagine how much is is how, how many zeros are, 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 are on that check? Thirteen, that guy
0: jetty, bro. <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying, like, that could have been a striker that maybe Kante...
1: No, 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 no. He was linked with it. He was he was linked with them until China said, "Hey, man, how about some zeros?" So <laughs> like, yeah, man.
0: Uh, I mean, maybe I, I. I just don't see the champion coming from anywhere outside of Manchester. But like I said, I don't know who's going to win. I mean, right now in this moment, I'd probably say Manchester United,
1: especially if they can pick up Pogba. I'll give you an argument for why I don't think it will be the Manchester. I think for United, it's very difficult to go from fifth to champions. So much needs to be done with that team. You know what? Think, oh, Go ahead, go ahead. But was, I have I a point. When coming in, I, still think, I think it's too much to ask of it for a, a Premier League trophy up in that first season. They'll, I think they'll come close. I don't think they will. For Pep, in my view, he doesn't know what he's got himself into. Mm. He, you, he doesn't understand this league. And I think that's because he believes that he can do what he did for Bayern and Anthony in this league, I think that will come up to bite him in the ass. I may be wrong, but I think that will bite him in the ass. So, it doesn't Why I don't think it will come from yeah, Manchester. You know, it, ain't, it ain't coming from, from, from Arsenal. Hell no. That's it. That's not happening. <laughs> so, you can you know, do yeah, that. This, dream.
0: this is why it's always good to you know, think before you speak, because as soon as you said that, that Manchester United came fifth, it reminded me that Chelsea aren't going to have any European football. They're going to have basically a whole week to prepare for one match. Whereas Manchester United are going to be playing you know, Thursday, Sunday. Mm. So I think that might take the legs out of them. Oh my, yeah. I almost forgot. Wait, wait so because Chelsea finished like what's eighth or ninth? Yeah, the, 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 they only have the Premier League and you get oh a week God. off for the FA Cup because you know those games don't overlap and then just the League Cup. And if you. I don't know if you lose in the League Cup, which they won't want to, but if you lose in the League Cup, then you basically have seven days for one match. Manchester man. United might get three days for one match.
1: It's looking good, man, for and, Chelsea. And,
0: and it's not like Chelsea have scrubs on their team. They have league champions. So,
1: Well, I think he's he has to. You go. might have a case. <laughs> no, I don't know. Conte, the first thing he's sorting out is the defense because Cahill ain't a Conte defender, man. Did you see that uh, Manchester City bid for Bonucci? Do if, you
0: really if... think
1: Bonucci is going to leave Juventus? No,
0: no, 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 no. I, I don't think so. I don't even think Paul Pogba is going to leave Juventus. Nah, I don't know uh, why would, would have... anyone leave Juventus at this point. No, nah.
1: anyone it would be very, very stupid to leave, man. I don't, I don't care what, what that dumbass agent says, man. But I'm saying if if City or Chelsea or
0: anyone get their hands on Bonucci, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> if you can get Bonucci. In your, in your centre-back fold, that's what I'm going with. But, you know, he's not leaving Juventus. So I guess I'm going to say Juventus wins Serie A for the 19th time in a row. Um, so yep. so do, do you have any questions?
1: Have, do you have the questions pulled up? Actually, sure. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, let, let me even see. I'm not, I mean, but I think there the may have been some um, unanswered questions from thinking. But, mean, but keep on going. I mean, let, let me even ask you. So you, are, so you still don't know who will win the… Um, so you don't feel Chelsea have a... Okay, Okay. so, 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 uh, so you're not going to Chelsea then?
0: I, I still haven't decided. I, I want to see the transfers. I want to see, you know, preseason. So right now, I'm probably leaning United. But your argument, as well as me just thinking that Chelsea are going to have so much, you know, downtime to prepare for league matches, almost like what Leicester City did last season and what Liverpool did three seasons ago now? Where they mm. didn't have any European football, so they were just able to, you know, Luis Suarez and Daniel Sturridge were just able to run roughshod over the whole league. So, yeah, I kind of think, you know, there's a solid argument for Chelsea. I don't think it's going to be Arsenal. I
1: don't think Tottenham are going to be there. I don't want to disrespect Leicester. So don't, but, don't 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 do that. Actually, what? well, very quick, 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 quickly though. Um, have you caught all the po- Pokemon yet, or are you still trying to find them all? Um am Black Double H. <laughs> Wait, me too, and wait, 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 wait. so black guys can't No, catch. no, no, I'm, what, okay, I'm what actually. What kind of racism is this? I'm, How, d- I'm, d- be, I'm trying to catch all these Pokemon. Like, I, I caught about 20 when I was, like, in my team, I want to catch them all, so. Um, okay, look, well, let's get to questions, man. Questions, all right. First up, we have from a main man here, um, Mr. Abdul. He asks, um, what does Deshawn need to do to solve the lack of a controlling midfielder in his team. Wow. Well, I mean, uh, coaching, I, I would say, but what would you,
0: I, I'm not exactly sure what he means by a controlling midfielder. Does he mean like a Pirlo?
1: Does he mean like a Fabregas? No, 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 no. no. Like... Like, like, but remember France, that was what Zidane did. Mm. Like, you, you awesome. look at France now, Pogba, he was, Let's take the final for instance here. Pogba, you were in defensive midfield playing sideways passes, passing backwards. Matuidi, you were just going box to box. There wasn't a guy like a Modric or an Iniesta who was constantly on the ball trying to make things happen. Because like Payet and Griezmann and Koma were just very attacking, but there wasn't like a sensor guy in the middle who was like, okay, let me try and dictate the pace of okay. Uh Okay, would the solution be... Playing Dimitri Payet deeper, can Payet play the central midfield role? I mean, Italy, he... I mean you could try it. I think that's something to, to try. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know if France have one of those. I don't
0: know how many teams around the world have an Iniesta. Um, In Spain, Croatia, obviously.
1: I mean Croatia Modric, Poland Krejciovic. um Germany Toni Kroos, um, Italy you can argue De Rossi. Oh, and, and really, if it's when it's fits, Verratti. A lot of teams have them. You know, um, who else do we have? Argentina, Eva Benega. Um, Chile, Arturo Vidal. So almost every team has that, like, this is our midfield general. Okay, yeah. So
0: the, the answer to this question is Pogba has to play better, number one,
1: hmm. and
0: Pogba has to play in the right position, number two. If you do those two things, France have one.
1: And then I think you can build the team around that or just improve the team. Yeah, you I feel. think, yeah, for me, pretty much what it's like, play better, higher up, play him as a central midfielder, coaching, tell him his exact role and what you need need from you because he's still young, you know, and then he will then improve and grow into that role. But the worst thing, don't play him in the wrong position. So, yeah. <laughs> Next question. So we have from a man here, Mohamed Asmodzola19. Will Venga ever buy a, world, a world-class striker? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, <laughs> That's a serious question. This guy, he's, he's an Arsenal fan, so you can't laugh at it. Oh, all
0: right. uh, was it, was it, was it, was it Mohamed? Shout out Mohamed for the question. Um, yeah. Yes and no. Yes, if he stays at Arsenal long enough, but I don't know how long he's going to stay at Arsenal. I'm going to give him maybe another season or two. So in those two seasons, is he going to buy um, a world-class striker? I don't think – when was the last time he bought one? Because because if you remember, Thierry – <laughs> I mean, think, because Van Persie, maybe, but was Van Persie world-class at the think, time?
1: Yeah, yeah that's right. I don't think he actually ever has bought a striker who at the time was known as a world-class striker. No, he. Yeah, I don't because remember, <laughs> Henry was a winger. In in Wright wasn't known when he bought him Van Persie wasn't known. I he's never done it, so that's what I'm saying. If actually no, little... no no he has actually he has who Giroud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: okay, okay, that was harsh. That was harsh. That was harsh.
0: That was harsh. I, to just no, I mean, I'm I'm assuming the longer he stays,
1: the more likely it is. So that's he why never I say yes. He's a world class striker. Let's stop beating around the bush. It's never happened But okay. I mean, look,
0: I mean, I mean Zlatan
1: Ibrahimovic was available. For free, and you have Champions League football. Look, my friend, he's never buying a world class striker. That's you, like let's just deal with facts. It's never going to happen because he's in league with these shareholders. You know, they make a lot of these money, so he's keeping everybody in the green. So he's not going to spend fifty, sixty million on a world class striker. It's not happening. He's not going to do it. I mean, th- he tried once. In
0: in my mind, he spent forty million and one pound on Luis Suarez and Liverpool were like, <laughs> they just laughed at him and they waited a season and got 75 mil from Barcelona. That's the last time I remember that Arsenal actually tried to go out and buy a world-class at the time center forward. Obviously he made uh, Henri a world-class center forward by switching his position, but that's, that's Wenger's problem. You know, he thinks that he can take players and make them something different. He's been trying the Thierry Henri process with Theo Walcott for the past what which seven finished, years which failed miserably, and it it's not working. So I mean, to to answer the question, yes and no, but no. <laughs>
1: okay, so we have. I, I,
0: um, I was I was trying to give him hope, you know, but oh, yeah, can, you know,
1: be real. All right, so we have um two pretty weird questions from Manny. So the first question I don't really understand, but I'll still ask it. What does it take to change the ugly guy logo? I don't understand what that question is. Do you don't understand what that is? No. Nope. Okay. Next, next question. Um, why are you heavily biased? So, man, you've asked two very interesting questions that I don't even know how to even begin to answer. Um, so, so actually, I will, I will actually, I'll try, I'll, I'll try to answer them. First one. What does it take to change the ugly guy logo? My answer is. What does it take to change your ugly face? That's my answer to that. Why are you heavily biased? I told you, look, man, this is target actors. Like, it's look, it's it's new age. Why are you heavily biased? My answer is that I could give three cracks, and I will continue to do what I. Well, we will continue to do what 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 we do. So, look, there you go. Next question, Rahimsky, a good Rahimsky who asked some pretty good questions from before. How? Would you rate Bayern's transfer window? Ooh. If you were Ancelotti, how would you set up the team? Chances of a Bayern treble? Mm. All right, so Bayern's transfer window.
0: They've bought Hummels
1: and, then, right, right to and
0: Sanchez. Sanchez. And I wait, think wait, 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 that's it. the
1: first guy they bought? Matt Hummels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 40 million euros, maybe? Mm, mm, mm. Um, and, so basically, they have the German
0: center defensive partnership. And one of the hottest young prospects in world football, so okay, I think you'd hard. have to, yeah. And I, so I, I guess you'd have to give them an A so far. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe B plus if we want to see what's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say a B, a B. But also, I mean, they've kind of killed the Bundesliga. You took, you know, your competition's best center back. So, is German football even worth watching? But uh, no, what was no, the second no, part of the no, question?
1: Baltimore no, situation is a whole other conversation. <laughs> That conversation bro uh, well,
0: uh, actually I think Dortmund bought uh, Guerrero the left back from Portugal so that's a good buy
1: But uh, and, and, and and who they lose or who or will they continue to lose for that come on man well no nah, see I mean they they sold humbles they sold Mctarion they sold
0: Gundogan I mean geez Aubameyang he may or uh, may not go as well so <laughs> I, I kind of feel for Marco Royce but this is about <laughs> this, this is about
1: Bayern uh, if what was the question? If you were um, at- so, 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 if you were An- Ancelotti, how would you set up the team? Complete uh, opposite to what Pep did personally.
0: Well, see, I was thinking he's Italian, but then I also have to take into consideration it's Bayern Munich. So four-one-four-one, 4-1, 4-1,
1: something very attacking. Yeah, no, for me, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of like what he did with Real and Milan because like, he likes his wingers and he likes to stretch the play a lot. So. You and I think he's going to really use the wingers and the wing backs. Um, so yeah, I think really he's going to. And I think that's why he bought Renato Sanchez because I think he wants to use Renato Sanchez as a attacking winger to perhaps really um, challenge Coleman and really take over like Ribery and so Yo, forth. Is,
0: isn't isn't Coleman going back to Juventus or have they bought? His, has Bayern bought him officially? I'm not sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure. Either. And but, I mean, does DeSanchez Sanchez start for Bayern? Does he get into that team and into the starting yeah.
1: eleven, or does he nah. work his way into it after a season? No, no, no. He's not. He's just gonna walk. I mean, I mean, come on. You've got Robin, you've got um, Costa. You've, you've got, got, got a- Costa. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You mm-hmm. can't just walk it. Up. He'll, he'll he'll slide in, into that DM slowly. And the last question was: Are they gonna get That's, a treble? No. Uh yeah.
0: they're they're certainly going to win the Bundesliga. I I mean I'm not yeah. a betting man by any stretch but you know if you have a house you're willing to bet.
1: Oh, no no yeah yeah. yeah. I would bet my Kenya <laughs> and my balls
0: that, Uh the funny. Poco? is is that how you pronounce it? Um my oh, yeah, yeah, pretty the,
1: football, the, the, the DFB Poco Cup.
0: Um um I mean they, it's 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 knockout football so you can't say oh 100%. But you know lean towards Bayern in that situation but the Champions League Hmm. I mean, you're going to have Madrid, you're going to have Atletico, you're going to have Barcelona, the the usual suspects.
1: First season, Real Madrid, what did he do? First season, what did he do? So, you know, he's proven that he can go into a new club in the first season and get that. Do you know what that would mean for Pep if he came in in his first season and he won the 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 treble? That would be like the ultimate troll joke. It like
0: know. it was it'd be like Hankis won the the treble, then you get the pep era where they don't and then Ancelotti comes in and they win in. I feel like that'd be pretty funny.
1: Like in his first season as well. <laughs> no 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 no, no. that would be very harsh, man. That'd be very harsh. Uh, so is that it for the questions? Yeah, man, that's it for the questions. Thank you for all the questions. Thank you, Mr. name Mohammed, and Abdul for the cues, man. You know, hopefully you guys can send us some more questions. Always reach us on Twitter. I don't know, we do not have a Facebook, do we?
0: Well, we have an email address, I think, Tactics at mail.com. Okay. If you, want to, if you want to send us it, are emails now old school? Yeah, I know, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like emails are now so kind,
1: are now kind of kind old of, school. I think, look, man, go to Ticket it to 2017, man. Go to keep it on like Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah, so, so email we'll, is very 2010, 2011, so. <laughs>
0: So yeah, this is the Talking Tactics podcast. Yeah, uh, you, you can subscribe on the iTunes Store. You can check us out on SoundCloud. You can email if you you know still have dial-up internet. Yeah,
1: if you're still stuck in <laughs> and, and, and If can you have email. dial of,
0: uh, If you have questions, uh, send them to at Talking Tactics on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us individually. I mean, you can just look at the kind of album art and type those in. Uh, are you are you still doing the
1: half football hut double H? Man, oh lord! You have to pose that question to me. Look, um, well, no, because really... I, I, I was gonna tell people to subscribe, but you know, oh no, 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 no. From the look, I mean, what people can. I mean, I will still be doing videos here and there, but I'm in semi-retirement. It's, it's called life, all right. It's, it's called <laughs> life. Okay, a, For... a, guy has to, a guy has a a guy has a on the street. There, there are, there are a few things on, on the streets I've got to take care of. So life has taken me away. From the football hut temporarily, but I will be back in some shape or form, yeah. So, everybody, man, subscribe to the half Hope football hut.
0: Um, I'm working on some things with Bleach Report, yes, sir. Changing some things with uh, maybe gold.com coming up. So, eh. oh probably,
1: wow, you're joining, you're, you're, you're joining the enemy. All right, so that's, that's I, don't
0: I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know yet.
1: It's just you know, emails chasing our cash, man, chasing, as you can see, very black, very. Right, right, right. What can a brother do, man? What can a brother do? (laughs) Yo, man,
0: it's It's sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always Always footballer. Peace. Peace. Network.